0: Welcome to Discover a Better You podcast, formerly known as Uncommon Sense on Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Coach Christina, owner of Discover a Better You LLC, co founder of the nonprofit Heart Centered Matters, and certified professional coach. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical advice and tough love on relationships from a Christian perspective. We'll cover everything from the law of attraction, the five love languages, and boundaries self-love, and modern dating. It means so much to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen, to be coachable, and be encouraged. What's new with this podcast? Each month, I'll be bringing on guests from diverse backgrounds with various stories and beliefs. They will be sharing their heart as well as their passion for many types of self-improvement. Their expertise may be in health, fitness, finance, business, mindset, or relationships. But if they're on this show, I guarantee they'll be bringing you value that will improve your life as well as your relationships. I hope you all love this new dimension of the show. If these episodes are meaningful to you, please let me know by subscribing, leaving a message, a review, or sharing with a friend. I also love when you send me topic ideas that you would like included in the next episode. But whichever way you choose to participate in this group, thank you. Today, we welcome Saroosh Gafari, owner of a high-performing real estate agency, as well as a personal mentor. Hello, and thank you so much for being a guest today. Thanks for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate the uh, opportunity to, to tell people uh, my story.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, I understand that um, part of your journey is owning a real estate company, but, um, over the years you've come to identify as a mentor as well. And people look up to you as an accountability coach.
1: Yeah. Over the, oh, we've had a, uh, a good run in, in the real estate world. Um, been fortunate to have some great partners and, and, uh, been, uh, I would consider myself lucky, uh, and, uh, a lot of hard work and, and, uh, a lot of struggles and ups and downs, but uh, we've, uh, I think, are, are doing, um, on a professional level, doing doing well. And uh, over the last uh, short period of time, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have some people reach out to me to mentor. I never really saw myself as somebody that uh, would be mentoring anybody else because I was always... In my own eyes, I kind of saw myself as a problem child, even though I'm not a child anymore. I'm forty years old right. um, but uh <laughs> you know that's uh sometimes the way we see ourselves and the way others see us are completely different, and um identifying our our struggles and um really showing the chinks in the uh in in the armor um really kind of humanizes us. And other people are like, wow, somebody that's, you know, maybe they look up to um, on some level. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a professional level. It could be on a personal level, a spiritual level. um, They can relate. And a lot of times I think that's after we show that we are human like everybody else in a different world. Yeah, just that
0: bit of vulnerability can, uh, you know, show them, hey, we're human too. But that doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, and you know, especially now in the world of social media and you 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 don't see the struggles you see the influencers you see the, the the shiny objects and and I think more of of uh everyone i think should should really start kind of showing a little bit more of the the, the struggle how did you get there what 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 did you do to get those things or you know and and those things aren't necessarily always the the, the best things either. So um, I, I think, uh, you know, my, my mentoring started really when I started kind of humanizing myself and, and really showing people that, Hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm a normal guy. And um, I go through the same struggles that everybody else goes through. And, and it's just a matter of what you do when, when you hit rock bottom or, or you have those setbacks and, And uh, and that was when people started kind of reaching out to me and saying, hey, you know, um, I'd love to, you know, pick your brain and and maybe I maybe I can start a a new chapter in my life. So I've been I've been fortunate to have some people reach out to me and been able to help some people along the way and hopefully help a lot more uh, in the coming days, months and years.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, we do. We see, we see the triumphs and nobody got to the triumphs without the struggle and without knowing, you know, what steps to take, or maybe not even knowing, but figuring out what steps to take once you are at that bottom point, because if you can rise from that, you can build and rise on from anything. So, yeah. So as you've, um, you mentioned a little bit about your focus on God, and I'm sure that that faith played an instrumental role in your entire outlook. Um, Did you always have that outlook? And can you dive a little bit deeper into that?
1: Yeah, so I didn't grow up in um, just some some history. So I was actually born in Iran uh, in 1980. Um, Obviously, during the Revolution War, we came to this country and I just came with a single mother to this country. Um, was not religious. Um, she was very spiritual, very kind. Um, she did put me in church at a very, uh, when I was young, um, and just said, Hey, if this is, uh, if you like it, I think it's a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was very short lived. I think in, you know, when you don't have a mother and, um, especially a mother and a father and they don't regularly attend church and, and, um, it isn't a, a part of your everyday life. Um, it's much different. And my mom knew that it was important to some degree and just kind of threw me in there, but it didn't really stick at a very young age. So you fast forward that to my 20s. I have um, my aunt and my uncle in Dallas and my cousin Um, it's a real family unit they're very um, you know family oriented and and they you know Mm -hmm. go to Southern Baptist Church so I was spending a lot of time out there with them in Dallas and um, that was when I really um, I started taking it a little bit more seriously I found that it really um, resonated with me Um, and uh, that's when I started that that my kind of my spiritual journey but you know, mm-hmm. uh, even in your 20s, so you go from being a kid and not really having much guidance, and then you go to your 20s, and it's, it was only sporadic in that yeah. I spent so much time in Dallas because mm-hmm. um, I didn't live there. So it was a right. summer or so. And, you know, my, my uncle told me, told me best when, when I actually decided I got baptized in 2008. I was 28 years old at the time, I'm 40 now. Awesome. Um, and he said, uh, you know, you're going to go back home to Arizona and, you know, if you're not around other people that have the same, um, mindset, uh, it's going to be very, very challenging for you. And, um, sure enough,
0: it's true. <laughs> uh, um,
1: I came back and, you know, I was going to church and I was going to church, uh, for probably nine months to a year by myself. I went to men's Bible study um, did kind of immerse myself, but still not having that as a part of, you know, other people that were, you know, whether it be family members or close friends that were in that circle, it still was, was tough. So that was, again, that was 12 years ago. So, yeah.
0: And just being at that age too, it's a, it's more of a struggle at that point and it's not as ingrained in you yet.
1: Correct. Um, and then then you fast forward again, another decade. And um, I, I've had some, you know, had some different revelations over the last several years. And, and I still always kind of went back to, you know, God went back to my faith, even as I was, you know, kind of struggling with alcohol and struggling. And, and mind you, my career was always was on a good path. It, it could have been much, much better. Mm-hmm. But I was always kind of my own worst enemy, as many people are, but yes. I always had this deep down you know um faith that you know there was something a little bit bigger than than myself i was i don't i I still am not a person that's going to talk about you know christianity and and I'm not an institutionalized go to church person mm-hmm. some people. You know, some people that that's their thing. They like to go to, I, I enjoy it. every time I go to church, uh-huh. uh, I do enjoy it. Um, but is it a, 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 a weekly habit? No, it's usually with actually my family in Dallas, which is mm-hmm. the holidays and, and other trips that I make out there. But I still find that, you know, I still pray every night and I still find that for me, God is within us all. Mm-hmm. um some people that might not be just may not be god for them it might be just something inside within that tells them to do a little bit better you know my one of my best friends he's he's the polar opposite he's like he doesn't believe in god at all um and and for him it, it it's all within he's he has his own faith and his own you know his own um uh, his own way of kind of pushing through different obstacles. And, you know, he just says, hey, I can't do anything. Everything I do from within myself He's like, I don't see there being somebody above. And that's, that's okay too. I don't, you know, I, I, I again, I'm not one of those that's going to kind of push my own beliefs on somebody else. Right. I you're not going to
0: judge him. That's his beliefs. And, you know. Right. And, you know. and at the times
1: where I needed it most, I've, you know, gone on my hands and knees and prayed and said, God, please help me. Yeah. Um, and, and I've found that that worked for me. So I think everybody needs to kind of figure out what that, you know, their their faith is. And, and if it is God, then that's great. If it's some other way to push through, then, then that's uh, whatever, whatever works for you. So it's been an interesting journey over the last, you know, a couple decades really um, of, of highs and lows and, and going back to, you know, for me, it's been, it's, it's been God and it's been, you know, perseverance from within.
0: Right. Absolutely. And so how did you get into that struggle um, with alcohol? Was that something that started very young and, or was it something that you used more as a coping me- mechanism?
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, I was not a, like, it wasn't like my, my mother didn't drink. My mother still to this day might have a drink a couple times a year. So it wasn't like I was in a household where there was a lot of drinking Um, Mm -hmm. I went to college, um, and, uh, you know, wanted to fit in. I think in, in high school, I was in my own mind, I was kind of the nerdy kid and I just wanted to kind of fit in. I was the only Saroosh, the only Middle Eastern person in, in our school that I, that I recall, um and but then I got to college I was like mm, kind of cool to be a little bit different and I ended up with different you know social groups and started drinking and I felt mm-hmm. I felt different I felt the the I felt in my own mind that that nerdiness kind of went away and that's where it all st- right. what where, where it all started in years of of therapy, um, later you, yeah. you 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 figure <laughs> right. out you figure out okay how you know where did all the the where did the alcoholism and where did that start where what was the root of it all and you know what I share with people was really I was insecure um, and and yeah. uh, when I started drinking I found that that insecurity went away um, whether it be in a social setting I had some social anxiety um, and nobody you know, over the last 20 years, that's probably seen me out and about. And I used to be a socialite out all the time, all the time. And no, nobody would ever even think of that, that, wow, he has social anxiety. Wow. You know, the, the, that alcohol is kind of what he ended up identifying or became a part of his personality. And in reality, it, it was, it was just this kind of coping mechanism and of, trying to still be that insecure, you know, 17, 18, 19 year old that found something. And then all of a sudden it becomes a habit and, and, and fast forward that to, you know, okay, you start being a little bit more successful maybe in your career and, and, you know, people know you a certain way and it just starts to compound and all of a sudden you Look back and be like, "Wow, it's been ten years or twenty years, and and where's this really gotten me?" Um, mm-hmm. And the the struggle was, you know, at a at a point in in the last couple years, at a point where my life was amazing. I have you know great friends and great mother and family, and and I was at my lowest point, and yeah, and it just, you're like, why, what, what is going on? Why, how am I hitting rock bottom when I'm, you know, financially where a lot of people would like to be. And, and I have all these other positive things going on in my life and why I don't, you know, and you just don't. And until you figure out like how, for me anyways, until I figured out like, what does, where did this come from? You know, where, where, how did I get to this point? And, and, yeah. and, um, and, and, and literally came, we went back to, it and it took, it took a long, long time, a lot of, you know, soul searching, a lot of, you know, a lot of time with uh, somebody else that was, that would kind of help me navigate through the conversations and the thought process to figure out, wow, all this is because I'm insecure, really? Um, right so
0: you basically in the beginning it was kind of like that crutch that you used you know to be more confident and to socialize and then you just got so used to the crutch that you didn't want to give it up that's what it sounds like
1: absolutely and then you start abusing it it and it gets to the point where it's like you know it's like you would I would go and and socialize the socialization became such a small portion of it and I would just go back and have a couple of drinks at home alone. It's like what yeah. what started as a crush for one thing ended up becoming a a, a vice and and a, a a bad a horrible habit and and when I finally yeah. was like okay enough's enough and by the grace of of you know of someone else that came into my life for a short period of time um, made me really realize that you know there's there's way more to life than just the same repetitive, you know, pattern. And um, I, I'll be always forever grateful to that person. And, yeah. um, you know, but that's, that's 10%. That, that person got me 10% of the way to kind of realize it. And the other 90% is what you, what you do with it after that.
0: True. First comes the awareness and then it's the steps after that, that matter. You got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, um, once you realized, okay, what, you know, this is what I want to do, this is the change I want to make, um, what steps did you then take, take aside from the therapy to um, kind of overcome that and then in turn be a form of accountability to others?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, once I started, I, I, first of all, I told myself and I admitted it out loud um, that I have a problem. And that for a lot of people is, is very, very difficult. It's really saying it to yourself out loud. I have a problem. And what am I going to do to fix that problem in the coming days and months? It was, it was definitely scary. It was liberating. Um, And what, you know, I was fortunate that um, I, I actually saw that somebody else was doing some type of a challenge, right? You see all these challenges on on the internet all the time. All, all the time, and and you know what? I was like, it, it popped up, and then the the challenge was that you had to, you know, working out, which I started to to get back into, which my mental health has a lot to do with my physical health, and I think that's pretty true for everybody, and then the routines are very, very important to me. And I think they're really important to everybody, they just don't necessarily know it. So I started to, to really focus on, okay, what are some things that I can do to change my, you know, life on a daily basis, that's very, very small that I can focus on on a daily, day in, day out. And so I started reading, I started, you know, doing uh, workouts, I really had to, shift my you know mindset to one of more of just gratitude and not going down into the, the shame of my past and I had to kind of bury some some old hatchets and just say okay that's the old saroosh the new saosh is going to do this every day and let's see if we can get through a you know, a week, two weeks, and the challenge was, you know, seventy-five days, something like that, and that was it. Was a great jump start, but once I got about thirty days, and at the same time, I started posting stuff on social media. And you know, the yeah. the, the the funny part was, I was more at the beginning posting stuff to kind of project the person that I again wanted other people to see. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much what you know, I think it's sometimes wrong with social media today is, Hey, look at me. I'm, I'm the new and improved this, this, and this. And, right. and as I was doing that and, you know, and I was kind of going through the, the, the motions, I started feeling, but I did start, obviously I started feeling better. You know, you cut out all the, the bad food and the alcohol and, and, you know, for me, though, the, the interesting part was it wasn't like I was drinking every day. It was I wasn't enough. It was more of a, a binge drinker on the weekends. So
0: right. And, so when you did drink, it was a lot, but it wasn't all the time. And
1: and sometimes people don't think they have a problem when they, be, you know, they're like, oh, I'm not an alcoholic or I'm not a drug addict. I just only do it here. I I'm successful here, but I do this. Well, it doesn't, you know the definition of a, of being a drug addict or an alcoholic isn't necessarily that you ha- have to, you know, be the worst case heroin addict under a bridge. Like you can be a functional alcoholic or a weekend kind of whole warrior and you still have the same because all of a sudden the routine becomes, okay, Thursday night or Friday. And then it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then that whole thing. So I ended up, um, About 30 days, you know, I started kind of like, like, you know what, what if I actually told people a little bit more about some of the struggles and that was when that, that really kind of started changing my life a little bit because I started really being able to tell people things that were a little bit uncomfortable, but it was, Mm -hmm. it was at the same time it was liberating for me to be able to, you know, kind of show, Hey, you know, uh, I, I'm like you, I'm, I'm, I'm human. I struggle. I, you know, I get up every morning the same way you do. And, you know, maybe I'm what I would consider successful and not somebody else might, you know, consider successful. Other people may may not, I don't know, but you know, I, but I still have all these, all these issues going on on a daily basis and yeah, people started reaching out and, and a couple, you know, um, people that I hadn't talked to in a while, and and they were like, "Hey, you know, can we grab coffee?" or "Hey, can you jump on a call?" And um, you know, a buddy of mine out of, out of uh, Dallas, which I lived in Dallas for a little while when we were um, doing some business out there. You reached out and said, "Hey, you know, I've been kind of watching your your you know your growth and and your trajectory, and and I can relate. And would you be my accountability partner?" And I was like, "Hmm." that was yeah. that was that was a very interesting conversation I'd never really thought about anything like that i in the back of my mind i I always wanted to kind of be able to help people, but I was always like, "Who am I going to help I need help <laughs>
0: <laughs> right and that's the best people to help though because you you can relate you're relatable you know and you do care and you're kind of going through the journey together but you just need to be that little bit of a step ahead to be able to reach out a hand and say, Hey, I I've been where you're at and I've come a little bit further. So let me help you while we grow together. That's awesome.
1: I a hundred percent. And, you know, I was actually able to see the person when I was in uh, when I was in Dallas for uh, the holidays for Thanksgiving. Um, and, and I, and I actually thanked him and I was like, Hey, you know, I, I really thank you. Uh, if it wasn't for that phone call, I really wouldn't have found my, calling like business has always been important to me and and my family. And, you know, those are two things that I was always, you know, always very passionate about. I I always like to, to, to grow and succeed. And we came to this country with A hundred dollars and two backpacks, and 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 my mother worked three jobs, and there was a lot of struggles growing up. But she always did everything. We always had a roof, always had food, and and you know, I've been fortunate. But those were the only two things that I ever really thought about, or you know, that was consistent. Um, And then this came about, and I was like, you know what, I can actually really. Help somebody else, and that gift that he gave me, and Uh and and I I really thank God for for um, Dominic because he will he will Uh he will listen to this. Uh, I I really really thank that that he actually took you know and he's 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 a young entrepreneur himself, and he's picked up the phone and said, hey, I think. Um, you can help me and hold me accountable. And and honestly, it helped me hold myself accountable. Um, because now you're like, I don't want to let him down. Like I can't go back to the old patterns. And at the same time, I can still keep growing and showing somebody else, Hey, this is, you know, and and it's, it wasn't like a pick up the phone and talk every day. Sometimes I would send him just a quick text message. Something that I saw on social media, and then you know we do have some some. He's also in real estate. so There's a little bit more that him and I could talk to. But then I had you know a couple other people reach out shortly after, yeah. and wow. and um, the same thing. And we started you know, hey, let's go on a hike. Hey, let's go do this or that. And and different walks of life. Like not everyone is you know doing the same thing. Some people are are you know are married and and family um have a family like i'm i'm still um you know i don't have a a, a family of my own so right. but they still saw something in what i was going through that that they could relate to and i've been able to you know help several people numerous people over a short period of time and give them just a little little guidance. Sometimes all we need is just a small spark. And, and taking that first step is, is always, I think, I think really crucial for people to get out of the same old habits.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so what is something that maybe you and both Dominic might do if you, you know, start feeling that, or how would, what would you give it for advice if someone else keeps falling into a pattern of inconsistency. How would you kind of inspire them to stick with something?
1: Yeah. You know, the, the, I'll talk about my own experience. My, my experience was I would go through, you know, a week, two weeks and I would say, Hey, I'm not going to drink for a week or two. Sometimes it was a month. One time it was as you know, in my late twenties, it was eight months. And you
0: okay. you
1: get into you start feeling good, like a week or two goes by and you have this almost euphoric feeling and you have this feeling of I'm in control. <laughs> yes. and, and you're like, you know what, I could have one drink. What's one drink? What's one drink gonna do? Um right. and, and maybe you have that one drink and you have that um you know, you, you get through that one night But for me, it was never just that one night. I'd wake up the next morning. I was like, Oh, you know what? I did it. Awesome. So today yep. <laughs> I can do two drinks or I can do, you know, so to get out of that pattern, I had to just really look at my environment as a whole and not put myself in that environment. So, okay really when it came to certain friends and, and and I've had conversation with those friends and just said yeah I can't you know even just as of a couple days ago a buddy of mine was like hey we're gonna go to out of town so-and-so's birthday and I just said I love you guys I can't be, I can't go I, I can't put myself yeah. in that environment because I don't necessarily know if it's a healthy for me if I could really say no um, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, when you get, when you finally realize that you're, you recognize the pattern, uh, yeah. that's when you can say, okay, what's the big picture and how do I, you know, how do I change the entire environment? Sometimes that's not easy. I mean, you gotta talk, you you're no. like friends that have picked me up out of the gutter, I've just yeah. I, I can't hang out with them like I'd love to, you know, hang out with them in certain settings, and maybe like go go grab a coffee or something. But, you know, yeah. I don't even know if I can grab dinner with them. Um, and that's right. that's really hard. I mean, it's hard for me. Um, and, and yeah
0: that's a, a lot of willpower right there to say to say no to that, but a huge part is just knowing yourself like you said or having a mentor that you you look up to that knows you and that's going to say, hey, that's not the best option because you know what you can and can't handle
1: and And I think most people have uh a, a part of you thinks you know that everybody has the your best interest and not saying that they don't. But they're also kind of going whether that's the lifestyle they want to live. And if mm-hmm. you can't handle it, then unfortunately, you've got to figure out what's more important, your own health or, you know, that friendship. And, and you know, some of those friends have, have we've lost touch. Other friends still call and check up on me um other right. friends I call them and check up on them and and occasionally they're like oh you know what I should you know let's let's talk further about you know kind of what you're doing I think it's time for me to make a change and and I say awesome let me know when and leave it open yep. open open <laughs> ended and sometimes they call back and sometimes they, right. they, they don't I think every, <laughs> every everybody has to kind of go through their own um you know to through their own little yeah. little journey and, and they, they eventually hopefully get to a point where I just, you know, for me and I, I just turned 40, still very, young, mm-hmm. still very young. Um, but I do look back and I'm like, part of me wishes I would have done this earlier in my life. Part of me says, yeah. you know what? everything happened when it was supposed to happen but I also have other friends that are much older and I look Mm -hmm. and I'm like I could snap my finger and I could be where they're at and all this time could go by and I could have lived that the last 20 could be another 20 and and that's what I you know uh, I tell anybody that's thinking about making a change do you want to be like this for the next? Cause the last 20, I know at least a year, an entire year I lost. I literally yeah. lost an entire year hung over sitting in of you know, my, my own place by myself, just feeling yeah. absolutely miserable. Like I, I won't get a year back in my life. Uh, over over 20 and and it's like so if you're thinking about making a change and it's not going to be easy but if you've lost that time you know do you want to lose do I did I want to lose another 20 years going forward and another year of being alone at home by myself feeling bad for myself or it was it time so it was it was it was time
0: hmm. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you recognize that and can kind of, you know, if if you have people coming to you and asking you that you can kind of reference to that, like, listen, this is this is what I could have lost. You know, I, I may have only lost this much, but it could have been you know way worse and for way longer and just to be able to meet yourself where you are and say you know yeah i may have lost some time but i'm not going to lose any more and just kind of work from that point of realization and dedication to to your goal
1: it's it's one one day at a time and realizing that it's time to make a change and and doing it so but yeah i agree with you
0: yeah So out of um, all the the knowledge that you've given us, like, what are like one or two main takeaways that you'd like um, both of our audiences to remember just about, um, you know, improvement and kind of focusing and allowing someone to mentor you? What can you tell us about that?
1: You know I was fortunate to to meet some uh, i 've had many mentors business and otherwise um, but on a on a personal and self growth I was fortunate to reach out to somebody that i i I knew from a business perspective um, but in a we really hit it off uh, on a personal level just a very short little little spurts, i guess you could say very short conversations and I was just like Hey, do you want to go grab dinner? Um, yeah. And, and uh, you know, that evolved into going on, you know, hikes. We were actually just on a hike a couple hours ago. Um, and uh, reach out to somebody that, that, you know, you maybe see a little bit of yourself uh, in that person. Take that leap of, yeah. take that leap of faith. Um, and, you know, and get to know somebody that maybe isn't in, again, back to the end of your environment, maybe isn't in your day to day. Maybe is a little bit outside of your normal group of friends that are doing the exact same things that you've been doing for the last 10 or 20 years and see if they can shed some light. Because, you know, what I found was the time that I spend, uh, I used to spend at the bar every night, or yeah. you know mm-hmm. on the weekends i spend at a coffee shop now and okay and you know and, and it's a, a place that that i found uh, that i can meet some new people and you know laugh and 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 i've actually met some amazing human beings and and people that are on a different you know time schedule
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and and that right. you know outside of that the other big takeaway is is what you do in the morning is going to reflect what you do the rest of that day. So um, as I started um, being more mindful of my, you know, my health um, started actually going to bed a little bit earlier, started waking up a lot earlier and not everybody's going to wake up at four or five in the morning. I get that. But, you know, I have that same morning routine where I get up, I meditate, I, you know, read a couple books. Um, I set aside the first two hours of every morning to really prepare myself for the day. Not necessarily work-wise. I don't sit there and go through emails. Um, I I really prepare, mentally prepare myself to have a a good day. And every day is a good day. And every day for me is, is. I joke with, you know, I joke with Dominic and a couple other uh, buddies of mine. I'm like, every day's Monday. I love Monday. Yeah. Once you get <laughs> to awesome. once you get to that point, then then you can conquer, you know, the rest of the day, the week, the year, and and anything you want to do beyond that.
0: Awesome. So really, taking your old habits of like, you know, where you're spending your time, your environment, changing them into positive habits, switching your environment, and then mentally preparing and reaching out to people that you. You know that aren't in your normal circle that might have a life that you could see yourself in, and that maybe a little bit of you reflects in them. So those are wonderful tips.
1: I appreciate you uh, having me on, and I'm um, glad to be able to share the story. and And uh, if anybody wants to ask any specific questions, they can find me on Instagram. Um, I believe you look you gave the uh, the handle. It's my first name, Sarush O O S H Sarushian. Um, and, uh, would love to, uh, anytime you want to have me come back, love talking to you. You're doing a great thing. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you found this episode valuable, please leave a review and a comment. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Tune in again next week for another episode of Discover A Better You podcast.